The Winefellers comes to you from the lavish WHUP studios in Hillsboro, North Carolina. Listen to us also on WPVM Asheville, WCOM Carborough, and WRLY Raleigh. Support for The Winefellers comes in part from the award-winning Yesterday and Today Frame Shop, Framing yesterday's memories and today's treasures since 1974 and located in Boone Square in Hillsboro. This week's Winefellers is brought to you by The Stool Stool, improving your bathroom posture since 2015. The Stool Stool, we're number two. Your business name here, proudly serving Hillsboro since site year here, your business name here, and... Cody's Laboratory Animals. Just say Winefellers and receive 10% off your next order of live hamsters and rabbits. Test with the best using Cody's Laboratory Animals. Welcome to this week's episode of The Winefellers, right here on WHUPLP, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co-founder of Truebottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices. And my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions. And together, we are the Wine Fellers! Wine Fellers, we got nothing to do except sit around here talking wine with you. Well, Joe had a bad day, got canned from the factory. Fellers, it's international. Who wants to be a thousandaire day? So get ready to phone a friend on the most quizzically showing episode of the Wine Fellers ever. On today's show, it's time for another encounter with our favorite French delicacy, Flo. Last week, we quizzed her to determine if she really knew everything about everything. And as it turns out, our questions may not have been entirely fair. And it got pretty nasty with Flo nearly storming out of the studio. This week she is back, and this time with a quiz for the wine fellers. So stay tuned for the second half of our show to see your favorite fellers force-fed back to health just to be tortured by our French captor faster than you can say freedom fries. During the first half of the show, we will conduct another wonderful wine tasting, and then it's time for the wine news. All this and some more ill-considered Winefellers song exclusives right here on a They Sure Keep Trying, Don't They? Yet hopelessly abysmal episode of the Winefellers. But first, what wine are we drinking today, me? <laughs> oh... 
Yeah. You chose the wine today. I chose the wine today. And so today uh, it is my job to ask myself what wine am I, I am me. I me drinking. Well, first oh, of all, man. Oh, jeez. It's so good to see you, Joe. It's, it's great to see you, too. I am not going to lie. I am shaking. I'm terrified. Why? Why? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. You're talking about the second half of the show when Flo comes on and gives us quiz questions about what we know. because, uh, And we got uh, some responses from some of our listeners that maybe some of the questions we asked Flo weren't very fair. Yeah, uh, yeah a few responses. It didn't truly test Flo's knowledge of the French culture. Well, not only that, but according to many people who mm-hmm. called in and yes. wrote in, wrote in. Um, some of our questions were, well, our answers to the questions were just wrong. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, I, uh, I did my best. I, I Googled. Don't, I, I don't know. know what these people are expecting of yes. us, Mark. We open wine on air. We drink wine on air. I mean, what more do you want? These are the best responses that Bing could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, that's we're really excited to have her on, and and uh, you'll get to see how uh, uh, unintelligent your Ugh. wine fellers are. But it's okay; it, it's all fair. So, so if you haven't already guessed, Mark, it is, it is not international. Who wants to be a thousand air day? No. And I had a different name picked out, but I believe that that is is like trademarked. Yeah, my probably. Who wants to be a, you know, we can say who wants to be a billionaire day, right. thousandaire day, hun, hundred. So now I think I understand why you chose <laughs> this wine. Yeah, this is um, this is not going to be a good wine. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> what I, are we drinking I, today? I, I wanted to find a wine yeah. that was in the theme of a quiz of our quiz show day. Yes. And uh, the closest I could find, mm. the wine closest to any <laughs> quiz show is a, um, it's a wine by Kathy Lee Gifford. I didn't know she made one. <laughs> I don't know how much she's involved in it, Mark. Well, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's picking the grapes and she's oh, yeah. <laughs> drawing the design of the oh, label. Oh, yeah. But, um, it, it, this is a 2014 Ah, uh, it's nice it's and called, recent. It's called Gift. Nice and fresh. Yo, yeah. G I F F T. Okay. And, I assume uh, that stands for something. Well, I think it's something to do with Gifford and whatever. The back of the bottle, as you can see, she's uh, holding a glass of probably this wine. Um, it looks like she's had a couple <laughs> bottles already. Oh, really? And, yeah, and oh, she's, I see. Yeah, she, she's she's, uh, she's uh, saying here. Um, you know, treat every day as, uh, as a gift. Right. G-I-F-F-T. Uh-huh. Playing on the wine again. This is a woman who loves to drink, Mark. Is I, Does she? Oh, I don't know come on. much about her, Yeah, honestly. well, well, uh, she is um, uh, She's married mar- to Regis Philbin, host of Who Wants to Be a, a Millionaire. Is that right? I think so. Well, <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. Are they married? Wait, are they? Is she just? Uh, 
is she the assistant on that show? Like the co-host? They are married, right, Mark? Well, oh boy! For the purposes of this oh. show, well, it's close enough. They're In married. my mind, okay, she, it's she's related to the the she, quiz show somehow. Yeah, they're related. She has wine. I remember seeing. I have together. the wine here in front of us. This is an interesting wine. Before I before we Let's get on it. to yeah, go ahead and, and enjoy that, Mark. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna uh, yeah, as you taste that, I'm gonna say that um that this Whoa. this yeah, <laughs> it strikes you pretty hard there, doesn't it? Yes. Well, what do you think first? Well, it's your wine. You brought it to the I, uh, table here. I want I want to start off with some positive points first, Mark. All right, I don't want to leap right into this and tear it tear it apart. Right. I want to start with some positive things, and Let's that is that um, purchased uh, in a three pack from Amazon. Uh, this comes uh, with one cent shipping. Wow! Yeah. So that's where my praise of the wine ends. And you know, if you're carrying three bottles individually, it's very difficult. It's much easier to carry them in a pack. Look, Mark, you you have you, you have. Uh, intimate knowledge of wine shipping costs. Yes, all right? I do. One, you, you ship wine all the time. One sentence and, is, is <laughs> that's pretty a good. Deal, Mark. That's a You're deal. You're basically they're basically paying for you to drink the wine. Yeah, it makes me suspicious until I drink the wine. <laughs> so yeah. So so uh, honestly, so I've had I'm try I've tried this. It's a uh, v- fruit. Oof. It's a fruit forward wine, Mark. It is. I would agree. This, um, is, this is, we haven't told the audience, this is a Chardonnay. It's a Chardonnay. Okay, I mean, and, and I think it's more, produced more in the old world style of Chardonnay, not these buttery uh, bombs of late. No, and so the yellow color does remind me of bottles that one would uh, possibly urinate in when you don't oh, want to don't want to leave the couch that's probably <laughs> the color <laughs> but nothing to say that has nothing to do with the taste i'm just talking about the color so to remind our listeners of what this wine looks like uh, and we t- are going to make another enemy Mark. probably the taste is what do you think i think it ta- to me the smell it's, <laughs> it's smell it's, let's let's not get to the taste first the smell it's, it has an arresting sort of smell doesn't it, it? smells like a used Shower towel that should have been washed last week. Now that say. could indicate yeah. a, um, uh, a, a corked bottle, but yes. I think in this case no. that's not the that's not what's happening. To me, there's a fragrance of like an unwashed Frenchman. Oh. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Mark, you are. Um, and the only you're re- asking for the it. The only reason why I said that is Flo's in the room. So, you know, I'm just she's, kidding. She's, it doesn't. She's listening from the, uh, with I'm our producer just, in the other room. Just kidding. It and actually she, is, she is busy working on her questions. Yes. It with, smells like a perfectly washed Frenchman. And so, <laughs> and, oh, and so do you, do you, what else do you, do you have any tastes or smells or what do you think? Um, you know, I, I, I was dumbfounded when I encountered this wine, yes. Mark. Um, and I discovered that um, I went online and discovered other people had written about this, okay. this wine. Right. Uh, and most of them say, okay, this wine is ready to drink. But none of them, none of these people have any reason to believe <laughs> that it will improve in time. No, I'm sure. But, you know, if you are playing along at home, open up yours. And if you like the <laughs> smell of melted plastic, then... All the power <laughs> to you, and uh, but uh, that's wonderful. That's great. And you are listening to the Wine Fellers on WHUP now playing 
is the new, widely celebrated hit song, My Name is Jared Kushner, a Weinfeller's original song creation. And if your autocracy is in need of a jingle, let the Weinfellers write a song for you. Don't go nowhere. The Wine News is coming up next. My name is Jared Kushner. My name is Jared Kushner. I am senior advisor to President Donald J. Trump. My name is Jared Kushner. and occurred in the normal course of events of a very unique campaign. My name is Jared Kushner. I had no improper contact. I have not relied on Russian funds for my businesses. My name is Jared Kushner, and I have been fully transparent in providing all requested information. Donald Trump had a better message and ran a smarter campaign, and that is why Suggesting otherwise ridicules those who voted for him. My name is Jared Kushner. My name is Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner. Carolina's only fine wine newscast, where your good wine fellers, Mark and Joe, discuss real wine stories from this week's news, offering you an insider's view into the fascinating and often hilarious world of fine wine, right here on WA. This week on the Wine Fellers News. Need something to drink with your laboratory-grown hamburger? How about a glass of synthetic 82 Petrus? Looking for a way to combine your love of wine with your insanely obsessive foot fetish? Well, have I got the wine for you. Mark, do you like fistfights? Public sexual acts? 
public defecation? Well, have I got the winery for you right here on the news. The news. You, you, you do that so well. <laughs> you do that better than I do. <clears throat> I just totally surprised myself. Wow. I never do that. I know. I never get to do that. So are you ready, Mark? Let's do it. The news. Ava Winery, Mark. Yes. Thanks to poor yields due to extreme weather, resulting in significant drop in global wine production, Synthetic Wine Company, and we've spoken with I them before. I think we spoke with the owner. Ava Winery is back in the news. Uh-oh. Now, if you, if you didn't catch it the first time, by combining super secret ratios of ethanol, amino acids, sugars, and organic compounds, Ava Winery claims to be able to produce a nearly limitless although quite limited, selection of fine wines. And this is why they're back in the news today, <clears throat> is the world's answer to environmentally friendly and environmentally stable wine production. Your thoughts? Right. So this, if you uh, joined us uh, during the last time we had Ava Winery on, this is a company that claims that can make, uh, they can kind of uh, massage uh, chemical reactions and make right. their wine taste like any wine that's ever been made. <laughs> now- uh, yes, theoretically, I, <clears throat> I guess that's possible. I mean, if you get the right molecules in the right order, um, sure. It, it's like the uh, the uh, so I'm a I'm a tech geek, right? And right. So it's like the star uh, the Star Trek. Uh, I almost said Star Wars, and that's like uh, committing oh, tech suicide. Terrible, right? <laughs> uh, so Star uh, Trek yes. had the uh, uh, food creator. That's, I'm sure, not the technical term. You know, you'd, you'd walk up to the machine and oh, say, right. give me a steak dinner with a side of mashed potatoes, and it right. arranges all the molecules. S- you sure that wasn't Battlestar Galactic? They might have, oh. oh is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> Easy, my <Mark. laughs> Okay. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. So, and so yeah. what they've claimed is that they can do this okay. with wine. Right. Uh, but but, but uh, I think they, they had some limitations last time. Uh, what were they? Well, in that they could make like two wines. Yeah, they claim that they, <laughs> I think they claim that they could have, there were two wines that they made that taste exactly like, uh, you know, some really famous wines and vintages. Well, they had uh, some, I I think that, uh, what well, in the article, what they've done now is they, they give an example of an 82 Petrus. Right. Okay. This isn't a wine they've actually made yet. Oh. But uh, imagine if they could, Mark. So what are they saying they can do? What they can do is make a synthetic wine that tastes similar to other very good California wines. Well, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, that's up for interpretation. And <laughs> I'm sure, you know, we can do a blind taste and that kind of thing. You know, I'm willing to try it, sure. Now, I mean, you know, they're saying that at some point they're going to be able to make it taste like an old vintage Bordeaux. And, you know, my hat's off to them if they can. But um, right now tough. they've lowered the bar a little bit. <laughs> they want. They wanted. To t- I guess they want. They wanted to taste like a wine. So. <laughs> I love. They just keep going back to the research lab. Failure after failure after failure. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah, we didn't quite nail the eighty-two Petrus. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, could you at least make it taste like a wine? And could it be red? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, oh, I, I, hope they, I hope they can do it. Uh, I, 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 we'll see. <clears throat> Mark. Yes. Talk about turning lemons into lemonade Ooh, or, or, or grapes into wine. Okay. In this case. 
After a nearly fatal car accident left her clinging to life and without a job, mm. it gets better. I mean, for her. Yeah. A North Carolina woman decided to follow her passion of fine wine and nice shoes and start shoe crazy wine. Uh, all right. <laughs> Making blends to her, quote, uh. <laughs> to, sorry, to, quote, yes. her specifications. Yes. <clears throat> and marketed towards those drinkers with a softer palate. Her wine is already being sold in well-known chains throughout the Southeast, including Total Wine, Costco, and Kroger, the drugstore. <laughs> <laughs> so a, there's that. Uh, so oh, okay. Uh, so, I'm sorry. So what is she selling? Uh, some foot wine? It's <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's it's like every other wine out there today, Mark. And we 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 discovered this when we had the millennials on. Right. They love the label. They do. And it doesn't matter what's in the bottle. So feet are selling wine these days. Feet. And you used used to say there was a, uh, you called it critter wine. I did. Right, where you'd take it, you'd find wine that, that was sold just because there was a cute critter on it. Right, like an owl or a frog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Boy, man. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, fro wow. Frogs are cute to you. Well. Adorable. Evidently, they do sell wine. because they, Oh, really? Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. She, uh, this lady, while she was laid up in the hospital, yes, uh, I think in traction, uh -oh. she's staring down at her feet. Okay. <laughs> that and, was her source of inspiration. And, well, I'm sure that and the oxycodone had something to do with it. I love my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like wine. I like shoes. <laughs> I should start a wine. I should start a company that... Do, it solves both of those problems. Okay, so I still don't understand what the company does. They they sell wine. Yes. Blends. Wine blends. Let's say it's not really wine, I guess. It's blended wine. Oh, boy. That has pictures of shoes, uh, oh. drawings of shoes on the bottle. So this and it's just called Crazy Shoe Wine. Right, so I'm not trying to... Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's that memorable, Mark. It's called uh, Shoe Crazy Wine. Shoe Crazy. What did I say? Crazy shoe crazy wine. Crazy shoe wine. <laughs> that, that sounds, that sounds better, like something a, a homeless guy under under a bridge might make crazy in his shoe, boot. Crazy shoe wine. <laughs> Once so, you're drinking, it makes you go crazy. Right, I'm not. So I'm not trying to gender type, but it's, so it's pro, I'm, am I correct to say this is marketed to to women or anyone with a foot fetish? I guess, Mark. Ooh, now See, we're getting. Now somewhere. we're talking, right? Right. She's using sex to sell wine. Oh, imagine wow. that. Wow, it's for. Guys or gals. Or e either. Right? Who really like shoes. Imagine you have a foot Smart. fetish, Mark. Smart. Would you drink wine that didn't have your favorite fetish on it or did? Of course I would want. I'd want everything with a shoe on it. Yeah. <laughs> I would want <laughs> shoes on my shoes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that does make sense. It's true. Uh, Honey, you made my favorite dessert. In the shape of a shoe. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> uh, that's I smart. I just find uh, that that's brilliant. It, it's yes, I guess it is. Well, think about it. This market is so saturated. What other fetishes are there? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I try to think couldn't of, think of a single uh, all one. All these things should go on labels because they'll have a group of people who want to buy them. Oh, now the people are going to take our idea, but that it's a really good idea. It's a it, it is. I, I was uh, interested in that. As I was saying, this is super super saturated market, meaning everyone is trying to sell re like rebranded wine. Everybody has an angle, and. Um, 
and I, I don't know how much these people are actually involved with blending it to their specifications, as she says. Yeah. I think they're just, however it comes. That's how they're That's <laughs> That's the special blend. Yes. However it came in the tanker truck. Yeah. We, right? <laughs> we have no evidence for this, but that's our feeling. I'm uh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our attorneys had, have advised us. Yeah, just to talk make... in terms of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mark. Yes. Oh, boy, it just gets better. Oh, boy. A winery in New York is officially shutting down following a reported, <laughs> alleged, <Okay. laughs> string of wild parties featuring sex and defecation on public property. What? After repeated complaints from neighbors who are subjected to rowdy public sexual acts and the occasional large deposit of human fecal matter on their lawns. Wait, this is you at never a, thought this is at a winery? <clears throat> yes. The local police were called in and ultimately the winery's liquor license was pulled. <laughs> While the neighbors are now getting some well-deserved peace and quiet at the moment, the winery has denied the allegations and said it plans to get their license back. This isn't the wineries that I am used to and have visited. Usually they're more I don't know Sophisticated, only, almost, almost to a degree of like, like sterility. I just love that uh, it tells you something when the winery has a liquor license. Well, I think they have to. Well, I think <laughs> that they don't. I think if they're serving wine, oh, you don't. Their wine is so bad, it's they just need a liquor bar. But again, they had an angle. Look. We made some bad wine. They're talking about it. We, had some, we made some bad wine. It's really bad. We're not going to sell it. I, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to just hold some parties. <laughs> that's all it is. Because drunk people drink anything. Let's face it. Yes. And, and, and they did. Wow. But it's, it's a good angle. It's a good angle. I'm, I, I, want to, I want to say something, Mark. Yes. In all my years, now we talked uh, last show or the one before about Ways to control drunken people at a wedding. Oh, that's right. It's very important. We uh, and the conclusion was the only one that worked was which one? Oh well, it seemed that we both the one that we after the show we talked about it and the one way to control a drunk person at a wedding. All the drunk people at a wedding. Really, and we agreed this is the only thing that would work is a karaoke room. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I see so many people. Communities, neighborhoods, right. struggling, like in this case with the fecal sex parties, right? Uh, struggling with rowdy drunks. Yes, when it could so easily be solved by just setting up a you know a karaoke booth on the corner in the neighborhood. It's smart. I mean, if you really want to sell alcohol, I think karaoke is just it. <laughs> really. I don't, I'm surprised we don't have one, a karaoke bar in, in our town. But uh, it is brilliant. It really is brilliant. And so and we were talking about the terms of the wedding. If you have drunk people who are disturbing your wedding, you have a karaoke room. They all seem to gravitate to, gravitate to the karaoke room, like you said, uh, moths to a light. <laughs> moths to a flame. <laughs> moths to a flame. <laughs> like, there's a karaoke room. <laughs> and not, yeah, no, like they just somehow know. It's like... Uh, how a bird knows to fly south in the winter. And all of a sudden, your wedding is the calmest wedding you've ever had because <laughs> if you're drunk, you are on stage singing, you know, the Macarena, whatever oh you're doing. It doesn't gosh. matter because you're in their soundproof room with all the other drunkards. So it's pretty good. <laughs> it's possible, Mark, you think that uh, 
uh, all the police didn't, sh- you know, they might not have even gotten involved in this case if they the community just came together and built a like a public karaoke house. It's brilliant. Well, those are some wonderful stories. Not bad, huh, Mark? I think you as wonderful, and I really like uh, the foot fetish. <laughs> of course you do. You're listening to the Wine Fellers. Now playing is the widely celebrated hit song, Run DRC, a Wine Fellers original song creation. Don't go nowhere. It's time to see what the Wine Fellers really know about America. Coming up next with our favorite French delicacy, flow. Down the lobby when the server finds and gives me a bug, a refund to souffle, pate, crevole, and ratatouille. We'll lay him back on cruising while it's such a duty. Hands me reach for glottos and the vine of Mantra, Sagal, or Monte Conti. Put your slow to Margo, Liffy, Mouton, Left, and Lorenzini. Feeling buzz, I need to get out, drop a load for a shake up a hurry. Driving too fast, top down sideways, rocks are also in my Bugatti. Piper has a button, shin, and crook and coupe in the pair. I drive my speed up, still fast, cast off the debeats and zip big funky. Ripple, Cisco, Mad Dog, Night Train, Boons for Manson, Mogan, Day. A book on tip queued up inside a voice that no one kickers. Cause I got Mark Silver Gun Computer Simulated. You know, I'm like a Sam and a Harris hit Chan Grade and Square. I'm a poser's Tito Gangster and I don't want your pairs. I'm like Sam and a Harris hit Chan Grade and Square. I'm a poser's Tito Gangster and I don't want your pairs. I'm like a solar flare, your castle in the air. I'm a poser's Tito Gangster and a wine fell air. Solar flare, your castle in the air. I'm a poser's Tito Gangster and a wine fell air. Check her name is Sam and Mella. My old friend, joy hair, dead dog brother. He is known as the other one, fella. In the club, we rock it out. I order single malt Japanese, but whiskey. Maziki, Niga, Kushu. Then we find some up, Yiki, Centauri. Reachbrook, Latas, and the final mantra, Sejal, or Monte Conti. Ripple, Cisco, Mad Dog, Nitran, Boots, Romance, and Mook, and David. Hey! 
Wow. We just Hello, totally guys. We're so happy that you elected to return to our show. We knew that it was wow. touch and go for a while. But we are so happy that you decided to come back on the show under your terms. Yes, I've never had a chance to uh, ask you questions. And um, today, uh, it's oh my chance. So what happened during the last show? We have to explain it, it to people not yet. Who, who, who listened last week. Uh, and who didn't listen last week, and they want to kind of get caught up. Now we, so yeah, we um, we know that maybe some of our questions we asked you to determine your level of knowledge about everything mm-hmm. may not have been entirely fair. But we want you to uh, tell the listeners in your own words what you f- uh, felt about um, uh, the show last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, I um, these questions were very interesting, um, to say the least. <laughs> now they were about but French w- culture. The question. Oh, Mark, don't don't well, make her angry, is, Mark. A lot of the you. facts were very questionable, and I did ask you to uh, give me the source of your information, and you responded. Uh, <laughs> The internet. I think I, well, I think I said Bing, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, Mark, we are so in trouble. There's all kinds of information you can you can find on the internet, and it's not always true. In fact, uh, I uh, um, remember some of the questions you asked me, and one was about an animal that was hung for murder. Oh, so of a child oh, so we're gonna in go over 1886. The... Oh, we would not go over. But the oh. thing is, the but I was right about so... that, wasn't I? <laughs> I wasn't. Wait, right wait, about wait, that. wait, 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 stop, stop. Just so our <laughs> listeners understand what's going on right. here. Right. One of the, the questions... question was. Uh, that Mark said there was an animal that was mm-hmm. hung in right. the public square yeah. sometime in France's history, and it, it turned out that it was um, a pig. Right? Did you find contradictory information online regarding that question, Flo? Well, the thing is, it happened in 1386. It's not a public record. I mean, record. It's not like it was. <laughs> it's something that you can find. It's very questionable. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so why? Questionable. Why was it on the internet then? Like, Mark, now I'm starting to wonder, <laughs> did you just go to Wikipedia and just start copying and pasting? Honestly, can I tell you the truth? Yes. I Googled stupid French facts. <laughs> well, they were <laughs> truly <laughs> stupid French facts. <laughs> that's, I'm not, I, that's what I did. And I thought... Because I, I thought I'd come up with some really good stuff. And that's how I got I see it. now. Oh, wow, so, this animal one. So, <laughs> wow. So I started to wonder, maybe I don't know everything about everything. So I decided to use Wikipedia, which is not mm, the best source, but it's a source no, that is acceptable that most people use, I would say. I think say. it's legitimate. I think we'll, we'll accept it here on our yes, fact absolutely. Of our fact based show yep and i i, I searched for it and nothing came up <laughs> <laughs> oh, it came said up. Okay. uh the information you are searching is not available oh <laughs> uh, when you search for this uh, hung pig no oh, okay oh. all right right and then uh, another mm. questionable mm. fact that um you <laughs> you <laughs> gave me was about uh, the <laughs> I most didn't visited our facts are gonna be checked, but, okay. attraction <laughs> in paris <laughs> and i and I said, Le Louvre Museum, it is, um, in fact... So the most visited, I said, what is the most visited attraction in Paris? In and Paris. the answer is Disneyland. Mm. 
<laughs> well, but Disneyland is actually outside of Paris, Isn't and that was the question. Disneyland Paris? It's actually 20 miles out of Paris. What is it called? Disneyland Paris? Huh. Well, it's not in Paris. <laughs> okay. Flo. Well, so anyway, let's move on. Okay, we'll move on. I just wanted to ask you some fair questions. Okay. I'm so not so is it to, beginning? It's not is going to. Fair question. None of it will be questionable. Okay. They're fair question. Mm-hmm. And I um, went on Wikipedia mm-hmm. and double check, triple oh check. Okay. So anyway, as you know, I'm a French. America. I, I'm a you know, I'm French, but I've been in this country long enough, and I have the Ameri- American citizenship, right. and there are some questions that were asked to me, oh, well, basically oh to boy. become American, oh so okay. you need That's to fair. know a minimum <laughs> of, uh, I would say, history, of U.S. history. Okay. Wow. So, <laughs> and I'm sure, I have no doubt you know all the answers to all these questions. Oh. Well, don't be so sure. <laughs> Man, no, I'm no, glad no. I'm a citizen already, Mark. No, I do believe, uh, really, because I'm, it, these are not gotcha questions, okay. really. I just want to oh, no. just, uh, uh, you <laughs> know, sure as a know, refresher, maybe just, for our listeners. Sticking the, our, you can, our toes in the water, you can, testing the water. So testing basically the waters, she's yeah. asking us questions, and if we don't get them right, it'll be embarrassing to us. <laughs> I get it. I get <laughs> it. I get it. So, no, no, there's no need to be embarrassed. Um, but anyway. What's a, okay, um, let's go over the question. So the, the, the quiz is officially beginning right now. Right. Is that right? So, okay. my, so basically what I would like to know is, can you pass the, U, the U.S. citizenship test? Oh, we are in for a lot of trouble here, Mark. All right, we'll do. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. I just want to let you know that they're both in front of their computers. I will see if no. there's any activity. <laughs> oh, we're, we're not typing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hands are up here. Hands are up oh, here. that's funny. All right. <laughs> She's on to like, us, Mark. Like I said, like I said, they're just not difficult questions. So okay. the first one, are you ready? Yeah, yes. we're ready. Okay. When was the Declaration of Independence adopted? Like when or where? When? <laughs> yeah, I think I know. I yeah, know. I know where. I think I know this. You, yeah. Well, it's obviously, uh, like, when was it? A, okay, look. Uh, this is already unfair. Why? Uh, this I'm already, because, you know, come on. It's the past. So they had to write it, and then it had to be adopted by all, it had to be ratified by all the states. Well, but it is fair, because okay, to I, become yeah, Americans, yes, yes, you've yes. got to okay. n- know and when And when, when was the Declaration of Independence uh, penned, or when was, what's the no. question, when was it adopted. adopted? Yes. Oh, that's right. It wasn't 1776. That's when we celebrate our that's independence. Right. That's, it wasn't that day. Right? But I think it was like uh, three years later or something, two or three years later. So you're, uh, I'm thinking it's 79, Mark. You're close. It's 1789. No, on July 4th, 1776. <laughs> <laughs> you overthink it. Oh, oh man. Wait, I thought this was uh, had something to do with uh, uh, the Treaty of Versailles. or. So she, she got us. So we, we definitely overthink. I'm telling you, <laughs> we these are did, easy we? questions. Okay, okay, okay. Right, wait, okay. so like... Uh, if you miss one, can you still be a citizen? Can I still be a citizen? Yeah, okay, I think wait. so. All right, let's, let's so. keep going. It's like so. best of five right, or something, now, Mark. Now I get it. Now, okay, now, now, I, now, I, okay. now I understand. Yeah, not tricky questions. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so think about the Declaration of Independence, okay? In 1776, mm-hmm. what happened is uh, 
uh, France wanted to uh, create a, st- a statue to give to the U.S. Yes. in celebration of that nation's success right. in building a viable democracy. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. So 100 years later, France basically shipped a statue, That's the right. Statue of Liberty. That you oh, can I thought that was going to be the question. I know oh. this one. Oh, boy, this is going to be hard. No, it's not going to be hard Mannequin at all. Pass. I'm sure. I'm sure you've done you you, you expected oh, this question. Boy. Okay. But anyway, like I said, so who so who designed oh. the Statue of <laughs> Liberty, on. and then who built it? Because they're two different people. Right. Uh, so can can I, we just stick to uh, like ethnicities? I think it's his name was. Uh, here's one guess. Was it Jimmy Eiffel? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Eiffel. <laughs> oh, uh, this is bad, Mark. They ask you who who designned the Eiffel Tower. Uh, who designed the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> who designed the Statue of Liberty on the that, citizenship? Is that a real question? It, See, it is a real question. In fact, question. I went to the Statue of Liberty. It's gorgeous, and was, I, there's a museum at the base of it. And uh, I feel that his first name is Pierre. No, it's not Pierre. But it sounds French. I I want uh, okay. First of all, uh, I know who built it. Do you really? Yes. Okay. The it was the Italians. Mm. <laughs> I know this. Okay. And uh, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know who designed it. Okay. Uh, but I think I may get partial credit here. Uh, well, I thought it was the French, but if 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 you want to say the Italians, then uh, they, uh, yeah, man, they 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 can build a statue. You got that? You got a point. He Joe has a point. I mean, so, it wasn't a marble statue, so we don't know the answer. No, what is it? Are you talking about the Pisa Tower? Not very straight. So you're saying that the Italians know how to build? <laughs> wow. No, 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 not at all. I'm just making making fun of the situation. I know. So, so, so the person who designed the sculpture is Frédéric Auguste Bartholdi. Oh, oh yeah. that was my second guess. We were talking about that before okay. the show. <laughs> so now, who built it? So you imagine it's a huge structure. Yeah, right. giant. Giant. Okay. You, mean, you mean who assembled it in America? No, no. What I meant is you need some type of steel structure inside the, um, right. uh, the Statue so of who Liberty. who built the structure? Because you imagine it needs right. to withstand... Uh, you know the force of wind, and so you need oh. a mm. uh, a steel, you know, framework that is going to help keep it together. What now? Can I say? I always thought it was like solid brass. I thought so. Can I say Jimmy Eiffel again? It's not Jimmy Eiffel, but it's Gustave uh, Eiffel. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, Eiffel. I was right. Mark, that's partial credit. Yes, partial credit. His friends call for- him Jimmy. Yeah. Wow, you actually wow. knew that. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah, and then I get it, the Eiffel Tower being also uh, some sort of steel structure. They say. So did you <laughs> did you visit the uh, Statue of Liberty? I did. Uh, we weren't oh, wow. allowed to go in because I was unwilling to pay the fee. 
<laughs> There's no fee you to pay. cheap monster. It was expensive. Maybe it was the boat ride to it or something. It was, it was pretty expensive. Oh, you mean the boat ride. So you never got on the island. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, it is free to uh, visit the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, well, yeah, if you swim there. You can get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next question. Yeah. Please. Okay. So what are two rights in the Declaration of Independence? What is with all of this Declaration of Independence mess? Because it is a big deal. What do you mean? That is why you are you have this nation. What do you mean by two rights? Writers? Well, in the Declaration, have you read the Declaration of Independence? Yes, yes, many, yes. Many, 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 they, many they say times. two. They, is this where they they, they find you know two things to oh, two be right. two oh, things oh. to be self-evident? Oh, I see. Mark. All right, yes. GHTS. Things, okay. Yes, you have right above. I got that one. Above right. all, yeah, the, you have the uh, you have the right to uh, the pursuit of happiness, life, liberty, the pursuit of a happiness. That's correct. Yeah, exactly. And life and liberty. Life and liberty. And mm. television, right? No. All right, <laughs> and television. It's not. It was not in it. Yes, but um, life, liberty, pursuit. But of I understand that it is. Um, we got that one, Mark. Pursuit. Your pursuit of happiness. That's and, one. Yes, and not. To Wait, have, is there another? Have we gotten both already? Are there? Are there others? Are there more? Yeah, they did. They did the homework. Okay. Yeah. I'm. No. Uh, they. I'm. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. So now, next question mm. is: oh. Who wrote the Declaration of Independence? Well, that's easy. Uh, there I know. I told you. Well, like who physically wrote it with a pe- with the feather? Not only that, I can tell you where the desk is. They wrote it, where it's located. Absolutely, I know you know. Uh, so there are a lot of signatures on the Declaration of Independence. They they wanted uh, but who penned it? Yes, the <clears throat> one who really like who was the the page that the the Senate page who, that day? No, who, who like who wrote thought it? about it? And Basically, wrote it. mostly wrote wrote it. Mark, you ready to field this one? Yes. Yes, he knows. Jimmy. Oh, come on! <laughs> it's Thomas Edison. <laughs> <laughs> it is Thomas Eiffel. Uh, Thomas. Uh, uh, you're thinking. He's, he's thinking. He's so close. He's thinking. It, Thomas Jefferson. Mark. Jefferson. Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Exactly. Thomas Jefferson. Yes, and his desk is at the State Department in the (laughs) Benjamin Franklin room. That's true. Huh. Interesting. I've seen it. Have you written anything on the desk? No, but they got upset when I put my glass down on it. (laughs) 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 That's good. So enough uh, with the decoration of independence. Yes, thank you. Though, you know, um, it's important. Yada, yada, it yada. is a very important yeah, uh, we get it. thing. So, when was the Constitution written? Because that <sighs> is. <also> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, that was after 1776, obviously. <laughs> so, maybe that's where I'm getting that date, 1789, from. It's no, articles. No. It was written in Philadelphia, and it was written hmm. um, on, uh, on sheepskin, and <laughs> it, was, it not- was written under a candlelight. At all these, you, you're right. Yeah, yeah. They they wrote the declaration so hard on the side of a bell that it cracked. Actually, and that was, bell is hanging today. It was re- written on the hemp paper. Yes. Oh, we've really come full circle as full a country. Circle, we have. So so so. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking 1789 <clears throat> for some reason. What are you thinking? 
again, um, I think it's made. more of the content of the document rather than it's a t- in a way it's a timeless document, Mark. Really, I mean, Joe has a point. Is it he really does. written in a he year? Does. I, he does have a point. Um, All right, and yeah. so when we, you know, when we're asking people, uh, when was this? world-changing document written yeah. or when was that one Who's, written who really knows uh first off who uh, now i'm sure there is the uh historians yeah. that would tell you quote one unquote thing, but i am more of the opinion that it could have been written yesterday and yet still be as important <laughs> uh, that's a wonderful answer <laughs> So is that the answer? All right, so it's 1787. You uh, ha- almost had that mark. That wow, close. 10 years. That took him a long time. What were they doing? Was I was I correct in where it was Well, written? it took a long time to come up with um, the perfect constitution. Actually, it was not perfect because, <laughs> in fact, he was amended. Mm-hmm. How many times was it amended? Let's say 23. Oh, that's way too many. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's... Uh, Trying to imagine the Roman numerals. There are a couple X's on at least ten times, maybe, th- maybe up to upwards into the twenties. Yes, I think you're about yeah. right. I would say about between thirteen and twenty-seven. Yeah, times. I'm thinking thirteen plus or minus ten. Yeah, it's in the twenties. It's a twenty-seven amendments. Twenty-seven amendments. Golly, we and really did <laughs> not get that right the first time. No. So yeah. So what do we call the first ten amendments to the Constitution? <laughs> the Bill of Rights. Yes. That's uh, right. <laughs> yes, you're. Cl- I watched good. a cartoon about that one time. All right. You know oh, what? Oh yeah, I saw that. You saw that one? I'm just a bill. That's where I'm just a bill. Yeah. On Capitol Hill. Yeah, that's where I learned most of my. And the last question, <laughs> and then we'll we'll move on to some, I would say, funnier questions. Okay? Oh, well, you better speed it up, Flo. We're hopefully going to run out of time before you can get to any hard ones. So okay. you, you know, we have, you know, oh, the name of our president and vice president. And we don't so take sides on the Weinfellers. Who is no, the no, vice president now? That name I do not know. Ivanka. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but if it happened... For them to die for any reason, okay? Who becomes president? You mean the, the vi- Speaker of the House. That is correct. And what's his uh, name? Oh, uh, Paul Ryan. Yeah. Hey, see what we're You're doing here, Mark? You're such a good team. You like that? So you know what? Uh, I think... Um, even though you were not able to answer all the questions, I think you're very good U.S. citizens. So they'll let us in the country. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it, hey, Absolutely. Well, what if they kicked you out if you couldn't get it right? Well, they couldn't There'd be like three people left. I know. Let's hear some potluck questions. Yeah, please. Yeah, some questions, though, they're not questionable facts, okay? Mm-hmm. They're really good questions. But it's not based on history, okay? All right. Okay. Well, this is more of my style question. Yeah, me too. History is kind of a thing that has happened. Yeah. But now we're really getting into where Mark and I, I think, will shine. Right. Absolutely. And I, I, I trust you will. Yes. So the next question is, what is the deadliest job in America? Oh, I know this. You do? I know this. I really do. You do? What is it? Alaska fisherman. <laughs> You didn't say the deadliest catch in America. Is that right? Is that the deadliest job? It is not the deadliest job. Ice truck driver. It is. I would agree. These are 
um, mm. jobs that um, w- where there's a lot of uh, injuries and in, in some death, but there is a job that what? is more deadly than hmm. any others. Lion tamer. No. That's not dangerous? And it's really in the U.S. Only in the U.S.? Only in the U.S. I mean, as far as I know, this is quite a dangerous job. Oh, I bet you I know what it is. You keep saying that, Mark. No, I really know this time. I think it's truly working in a convenience store. (laughs) All right. Do you want me to give you the answer? That's not right. (sighs) Because that's a dangerous job. No, I'm, I'm thinking, is it, can you give us a hint? A hint. This is an American well, job. Well, it's an unusual, uh, I would say, job. Not many people um, uh, had that it, job. I, 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 I would feel say like there were 44 of them who had that job. Who had that job. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> what? Sounds, and oh that's a God. very. Is this like bulletproof vest testers? Yeah, food taster. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. 44 people Actually, in the U.S. have this job. 45, exactly, just to uh, Oh, I know what it is now. Oh, you okay. keep saying I know that. it is now. Yes, 45. Yes, what president, is it? President. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So oh, it, that no, because if she's right, if the proportion of yes, it's a question of proportion. every one of them die. No, but the proportion of them that died under bad circumstances, if you divide that into the num- total number, that's not a very good job ratio. Abraham <sighs> Lincoln. That's uh, right. The other James, ones, James, <laughs> James Garfield. James, uh, James infamous Garf- James Garfield. We know him well. William mm. McKinley. William McK- oh. and, and and John the last F- John one, F- John F. Kennedy. F. Kennedy. Uh, That's right. Wow. So when you did think- we get that? Did that count? Did, that, did we so? did we win that one? Oh, I give it. Thank to you. you. Ding, 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 ding. Know, we are pretty smart, Mark. So basically, <laughs> it's a rate of rough, roughly nine percent. That's killed, a dangerous job. Killed He's on right. the job. Right. I would do it. Yeah. I mean, w- I mean, I don't know. Why not shooting directors? It's up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay. Yeah. What is the official language in the U.S.? Official language? Official language. Well, I, I, I mean. I, don't, I think I know this one. Say the I obvious. think I know this one. I think I think I know this one. And it's German. <laughs> I think it's not German. I think it's Dutch. Hmm. Hmm. I remember there was a time when uh, it was up for debate. Half of the half of the new Americas spoke. Uh, oh, but wait! Dutch. Christopher Columbus discovered America, and he was Portuguese. Wow, <laughs> that should count just because you knew that, even though it wasn't a question. Um. So. All right. I'm saying German. You're saying Dutch. What? No, what I'm, is I'm it? Gonna, I changed my answer to Portuguese. All right. What is it? Well. You know, English is definitely the most common, commonly spoken language in but the United States. But what's the official language? None. None. There's not one. Well, trick, yeah, question. trick question. <laughs> there's none. I mean, that's what I wanted to say. So what happens wow. is there's uh, 31 states that officially, you know, um, has English as the uh, official language. Hmm. For the state. But for the state. But not for the country. Not for the country. Well, At the federal level, there's no official language. But that language. makes sense. We're a great melting pot, and people, sh- you know, talk. Who knows what they're going to well, talk? Well, yeah, but we chose a measuring system. Why couldn't they just leave that up to individuals? <laughs> well, <laughs> what could go wrong there? 
Right. <laughs> I told you to give me seven units of rope. Oh. I did give you seven units of rope. Yes, you weigh four. Your st- chocolate got in my peanut butter. You weigh four. <laughs> no, you weigh four stones. <laughs> so I have a pretty funny question. Okay. Okay. So it's about uh, James W. Rogers. Okay, hmm. he was an American who was sentenced to death by the state of Utah for the murder of Charles Merrifield, who was a minor. So wow, this his is death was in 1957. That's kind of a the peak question. But um, the basically, in, okay. in his final statement before his execution by firing squad, that's what he asked. He didn't want to be hung. In 1960, what did he request? What did he request Wait. of the firing squad? No, I thought you said he... He was- requests, you know, before you die, when you're on death roll, oh, okay. you have oh, a, like, a last wish. Or uh, here it's uh, maybe a last meal. Usually it's like a last meal, though, right? Yes, that's <laughs> one of them. My last wish But that, that was not free. his last wish. What was his last wish? In 1960? In 1960. That he Does the year... Is the year important? The year... No, no. It's not the important at all. Important. Is the state of Utah important? I know what Absolutely he... Absolutely not. I, I, look, he, I know what he wished for. He wished uh, to be let go. Is that a valid wish? To be let go? Was he... Wait, wait. Was he granted the wish is, is what I want to know. He was not granted the wish. Yeah, then it was to be let go. It seems a reasonable response. If he didn't it wish that. It is a that. reasonable response, but that was not Gosh. his request. Well, that, but that's, that's Joe's response. Okay, Mine. what, Mark? What What was it? Um, my response is that... <laughs> <laughs> I, Take your time. I just, well, we're running out of time, unfortunately. You're going to have to, I guess we're going to have to get the answer because we don't know. All right. He asked for a bulletproof vest. <laughs> Ah, that's smart. That's very funny. That's smart. And they didn't give it to him. (laughs) They just shot him. They did not. That was not fair. Thank you, Flo. Oh, do we have time for (laughs) one more? One more. Oh, one more. Oh, my gosh. Just a quick one. Oh, yeah, a quick one. I thought that was pretty funny. Very quickly. Okay, (laughs) so which town in the U.S. you can't wear high heels over two inches without a permit? Uh, that would be uh, Footloose. Cenadoche, New York. What's the answer? It is Carmel, uh, Carmel, California. Wow. My well, second guess. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Flo. promise you'll come on the show again. And we'll, and we'll discuss more fun French facts and more fun American facts. But this has been The Weinfellers. Woo! You've been listening to another exciting episode of The Weinfellers. North Carolina's only fine wine radio program. And I've had such a great time today, Mark. Me too, Joe. But the good news is is that the fun can continue online. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows. See you next week. Songs and melodies Change and change and sway But they still stay the same The songs that we sung When the dark days come
Other songs that we sang when we chased them away If I ever found a pot of gold I'd buy bottles untold of the nectar of the vines Cause I'm gonna die with a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories, loved, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is another day The cats are out to play, to play That old rusty spaceship wants to sail Into the Milky Way again On a river of red, red wine Run, 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 run Run, 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 let's have some fun. Now that you've had a glass or 